Hey, Joe, uh, so how much have you made on your first wholesale deal? Uh, $52,000. $52,000. Boom. That's a powerful <laughs> intro. What up, what up, Wholesale Tremendian family? Happy Tuesday. We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Obviously, I have a special guest to share with you guys his first wholesale deal for 52G. I wish that was mine. My first, my first wholesale deal was for 28K and it changed the course of my life. So I can't imagine what a 252,000 would do. My question to you guys that is listening is what would $52,000 would do to your life right now? Comment below and let me know. I'm super pumped and super excited for this interview. You know, this massive checks are like, gosh, man. I like, I, like see, the thing is that once again, your first wholesale deal, it does not matter amount. Obviously, the bigger, obviously, the better, right? But it does not matter. Like yesterday, we did one with Lisa. Lisa closed it for 1500 But now she knows the process. Her belief, her faith, her confidence just skyrocket from there. All right, you guys? The biggest thing. From a belief to a reality. What's that? It changes it from a belief to a reality. It's you Ooh. know you can do it when the deal closes. Love it, man. Love it. That is correct. Right now, because everything right now to you, it's, a, it, it's like a fantasy. Like, can I really do it? Can I really do it? Like, even though you see people, but you're like, can I really do it? Until you do it, then it becomes a reality. That is correct, bro. So, you guys, I'm going to be a little bit selfish. Before I bring Joe on to share with you guys his stories, and obviously the whole little uh, whole kit and caboodle about the wholesale deal here. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm running a 2K web class starting July 28th. It's for the first 20 people where we're going to spend the whole entire day together to figure out where you're at in your business, whether you're new or you're looking uh, to scale your business. Put, helping you putting a system in place. Whatever the missing puzzle is, I'm going to share with you every tips, tricks, strategies, connections, companies, the system that we use to actually scale our level, uh, our business up to about 250 a month right now, all right? And we do it virtually. So whether you want you or maybe you're meeting seller in person and you want to dive into another market and do it virtually, I'll show you exactly how to do it from A to Z. And it's not, it's, it's going to be a web class. So you don't have to uh, buy a plane ticket to fly anywhere. All right. We're going to spend a whole entire day together. And the, t uh, and the price is $2,000, whether you're single or your couple, but it's $2,000, and we're gonna spend the whole day together making sure that I answer any question you have. You come to me with a goal, I'll give you an action plan to walk away with, all right? Like I said, whether you're new or you're doing a couple of deals, or maybe you do, you close one deals, but you haven't closed another one in a couple months, there is something wrong because for some reason you're not getting consistent leads, consistent flow, and consistent deal close. So we need to structure and give you a system to walk away with. Like I said, the biggest thing to me when I first started, man, is being unorganized. So for those of you who are starting out right now who are writing notes on Notepad, we got to get you a CRM, got to put it together, a CRM, got to get you those car, uh, you know, uh, the call number so you can track where your leads has come, whether it's bandit sign, whether it's on Craigslist, direct mail, whatever that is. We need to help you put a system together from the ghetto. Because when you want to scale, you got to be organized and have a system before you scale, you guys. Otherwise, you're going to be a mess, all right? So anyways, the event is starting on July 28th is for a fir the first 20 people that wants to take this on with me. I'm going to give you guys everything I got on that day. My goal is to deliver what you guys gave me, all right? And we I will not allow you to walk away until you say, Kong. I'm happy, I'm satisfied, I walk away with everything I needed and know exactly what I need to do and go execute. You gotta put in the work, but I'll give you all the knowledge, all the information that I acquire over the last eight years. So, um, Tell me and, in. dude, uh, so yeah. if you want to, shoot me an email, you guys, I almost forgot, shoot me an email over to wholesale to million, wholesale to millions at gmail.com subject 2k uh, web class and then keith will send you over a link to paypal to make the payment and then we'll lock you in uh the spot remember again you guys it's only for the first 20 people i want it to be small but i want it to be powerful giving you guys all information that is needed to walk away with that is my goal for that day all right um if you are new to the channel you haven't subscribed come on man shit yeah. but only subscribe if you are a massive 
action taker. If you're the one that understands that, hey, success don't happen overnight, it's going to happen over time. It requires a massive amount of work, dedication, and commitment. If you think this is a get rich quick, I really don't need you on the channel because I know you ain't going to do shit anyway. All right? So, you guys, um, also to subscribe, turn on the bell notification throughout this interview. If you find any value, I'm sure Joe is going to drop a lot of knowledge. If you find any value, smash the thumbs up. If you don't, smash the thumbs down. And if you have the balls to give me the thumbs down, then comment below why and get the heck off the channel. <laughs> Uh, you guys, and also to you, if you, have, if you recently closed your first wholesale deal, I love to bring you onto the channel so you can share your stories, all right? So email me um, and show me the money, which is the check, all right, the proof, and I'll love to get you on, all right, you guys? Whew. No further ado, I take enough time. Give me, give me the thumbs up and will help me welcome Joe. What up, buddy? What's up, Kong? How you doing? Dude, I am freaking super pumped and excited. And those of you, if you're not pumped and excited, let me give you perspective. Dude, there are people at the hospital right now wishing they can just get out of bed. So just that, man. Be grateful. Be pumped because you, right, you can change your life. I don't care what situation, circumstance you're in right now. You either complain or you get results. The choice is yours. Joe, come on, man. Let's go, dude. Let's go. I, um, I'm going to let you take it over, Joe. Would love to know your story, man. Like kind of the dirt, where you're at right currently. Awesome. Why Merchant to Wholesale and then lead into the first wholesale deal, bro. All right. So it starts in, uh, I, yeah, it was December of uh, 2018, the end of the year last year. And uh, I got fired actually from a job and I was, and I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I just said, screw having a boss. I'm going to be my own boss. And then I, uh, I didn't know anything about wholesaling. I found your channel and just watched all of it, man. <laughs> I mean, I watched everything. Wait, was my channel the first one or uh, someone else? No, it was yours. Oh, um, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely you. Um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I I watch other people's as well, but uh, you just provide massive value, man. You really do. Thanks, you talk a lot, and I I basically just sat down and did YouTube University for a couple months, just learned everything I could, and then, like you said, just started taking action. Just hit the phones, got a list of three foreclosures. Um, and I just started calling all of them. And uh, I came across this guy. This was in February. Um, <clears throat> I came across this guy who was in pre-foreclosure, his house. Um, and he was telling me how he couldn't afford his house, but he owned a school. I was like, how do you afford a house? I mean, how can you not afford the house but you own a school so <laughs> so I, I figured right then that there's something up with that so it turns out um that he there was a guy who a millionaire who lives in florida now who basically gave him the school um it was his old office and this guy's very religious he just wanted to have a school and uh steve is the guy's name um, the millionaire, he just basically gave it to him on a $250,000 promissory note. Now the building itself had an appraisal that Steve paid $4,000 to get at $800,000. There's a $250,000 note. It's an $800,000 as his appraisal. And the comps for the building showed that after repairs, it, it's like 1.5 million. So, so I, I was like, okay, so he can't afford his house. He definitely can't afford the school. He basically was given it for $250,000 that he didn't pay, uh, not a penny of, not a single penny did he pay that. So he got, he was gifted, well, promissory note gifted that building in October of 18. 
So when I contacted him, it was February. Um, I basically said, listen, I'll give you 295, put some money in your pocket, pay off your debt, and I'm taking over. Pretty much is, is, is what happened. And um, he was in denial about it. I basically had to kind of tell him like, listen, you, you can work with me or you can have the, the state take it from you and get nothing. So you just, you know, pick, I'm, I'm trying to help you here. And uh, he signed it, um, got that contract done on February 21st. And I was off to the races for finding a buyer. So um, the buyer was found through bigger pockets. And uh, he was originally from California. He lives in Maryland now. And uh, he was ready to go for 450 in, um, this was in late March, early April. And then, um, so he signed the, the assignment contract and at 450 and then he basically just negotiated me down from there that I, I, I should have held my ground better, but um, he got me down $100,000, him and his nephew got me down $100,000. But I learned a lot, I learned a lot from it. So, um, you know, I can't complain with 52,000, obviously 150,000 would be better, but um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it went. Gotcha. Gotcha, man. Hey, I agree with you, man. 50 something thousand. Dude, I used to work a whole entire year, bro, and make 30K. So 52 something thousand is definitely something to be proud of, bro, and, and celebrate, especially your first deal. And obviously, you learn a lot, right? Because you got somebody that, that a negotiator and really got you down. So now, so the, so the ARV on it, like after all the repair, after it's, I mean, it's a school, dude. How can you do, like, how would you do comps? So a broker, a broker uh, at NEI Elite, um, he pulled the comps. He did a 10-mile radius, and it was commercial buildings that size. It's a lot different than residential for pulling comps, but he did it, um, and he did, like, a square footage thing. He pulled, like, probably 10 to 15 comparables, and um, value the building at 1.5. Um, so, but, but the appraisal, the as is appraisal was what got me realizing like, this is a real deal here. Yeah. 800, right? 800. Yeah. 800 as is appraised. Yes. So which, so which mean like you can, like, which mean like whoever it is buys it can just put it on the market for 800,000. Pretty much. Yeah. But oh my God. I want the steal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want hey. the steal, bro. Dude, okay, so dude, okay. Quest so okay, so so the school vacant? Was it vacant or what? No, no, he was he was in it. With he was school. living in it. He wasn't living in it, he just had school there. He had it was like a ten student. So the building's twenty thousand square feet, three levels. He was only I using see. one level. They had an elevator too. Um, he was only using one level because he only had 10 students and it was like a private high school, like a Catholic high school. And uh, he couldn't afford to pay for anything. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, the guy that, uh, the guy that he bought it for, for, he bought it for 250. On a promissory note. Yeah. Right. So gotcha. I promised to give you 250 and from October to February, he didn't pay a dime. So I got in contact with Steve, the guy who held the, the note, the mortgage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, help me out here, man. Like he basically helped me through the whole process from contract to closing. Um, 
because he would give me information, any information I needed about the building. I could call Steve, then call my buyer connected to on the phone and any question they had, they asked Steve about anything about the building. So he was very helpful throughout the process because wow. he was motivated. He wanted his quarter million dollars, you know? Right. Um, okay. I got you, bro. So Joe, so how did, so Steve is the actual, like, so, so, so Steve is paid. So Steve is basically uh, the banker, right? So now how do you con, so how do you find Steve? You skip trace? No, the seller gave me his number. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he gave me his number. Gotcha. So the, so the seller gave you Steve's number. So you, you talked to Steve mm -hmm. and now I guess now did the buyer came out and look at the property? Oh yeah. Yeah. Several okay. times flew out here. Um, we had like a thousand dollar dinner. This dude's filthy rich. Like he just, he, yeah, yeah. He, he knows how to make money for sure. So you, you mean like uh, the buyer from uh, California? Well, originally from California. Uh, this guy's a real, real investor. Like he, in San Francisco, he had a property that he rented out to Microsoft, the Xbox division, uh, for 35 G's a month and then sold it for a ridiculous amount. Like oh my millions profit. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Oh dude. Okay. So, so he was the guy that saw potential in this deal. Right right away gotcha so hey man so you market this deal for 450 you market on a bigger pockets and what else uh craigslist and then uh anywhere else facebook but people in connecticut uh they seem to not see i don't know i don't know why they maybe people just didn't have big enough pockets i'm not sure but um I guess they just didn't see the potential. I showed it to a few buyers in Connecticut from Connecticut and hmm. kind of like tire kicking a little bit. Yeah. So, um, dude, so yeah, now I had interested buyers from New York as well. Hmm. Cause they don't want to pay the price in New York. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. So now Joe, so you market, how long did it took for, for you to found, like how long was it on the open market until you find this buyer? A week, two weeks? Month. A month. A month till I found this buyer. I found other buyers, showed it to them, and they were just kicking tires the whole time. But this guy was serious. He showed me proof of funds of, of millions. And um so it was between him and a buyer from new york and uh i picked him gotcha man so um so it took you one month now how long how long did you lock this uh property under contract for to be determined was the closing <laughs> date <laughs> i never determined was the closing date yeah to be determined i guess oh. that's legal <laughs> oh wow okay so yeah. you so basically closing whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> it finally closed in June. So. Gotcha, man. <laughs> Joe, I got to say, dude, I got to say, dude, that, that got to be the first, bro. So I guess, do you put any kind of uh, earnest money down? No. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> okay, now. Bro, now I want to talk about the buyer. You guys, listen to me, man. There's so many different type of buyers out there. You know, I, I, I get deals where I send it out and I get, my, I get buyers say, no, 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 that's too high. That's too high. Do you, like when I first, when I first started, those no's were, those no's, I took those no's literally like, oh my God, it's a no. Like I got a bad deal, Right. And then I, you guys, I drop on a lot of deals because I, I sent out three buyers, four buyers tell me, oh no, 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 it's not a deal. Guess what? I dropped it. And then I, I call the seller, say, hey, it wasn't a deal. 
I move on. What I didn't do was I didn't continue marketing, understanding that there's different types of buyers out there. For, for, for example, this is a perfect example. Like other buyer didn't see the, like did not see the opportunities or, you know, what they can do with this. But some person might see the opportunities of what they can do with it. All right, you guys. So I'm telling you is sometime you do have a deal because, but because your lack of experience and, and also too is your cash buyer less, it's not large enough. You know, that's why you might potentially throw away deals. But, but there are times where your deal is just not a deal. <laughs> okay. What I'm telling you is to try everything you can. Do not get discouraged by one no, two no, three no, four no's. I, on one of my deals, I got seven no's. I continue to push because being made in all my mistakes, I understand. I'm going to go until I can't go no more, which is until my contract before it's up, I'll ask the seller, hey, can I, can I extend it, right? So I do everything I can in the book before I call it done. Like I call, it's not a deal. So I even go back to the seller and say, hey, you know what? We really try to do everything we can already. You know, we, 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 we got a lot of time, got a lot of money involved in it already. We'd like to make this work with you. You know, we'd like to keep the price that we agreed. Could you give us a little bit more time? And the seller would. And then I tried it and I try it. All right. To keep doing whatever I do until there's, until, yes, I get, until like, I like, yep, max out, no more. Then I go back to the seller and say, hey, we did all the research. Show me the money, bro. Well, I want to, I want to, um, I want to bring this up with what you're saying. Sure. Uh, this deal, this is a separate deal, four grand. Um, Basically, the same deal happened. Like I had probably six people tell me no, and then I looked in New York and found this guy from New York, who was happy to give me that four thousand dollars assignment fee on on that deal. Um, and this was a little bit after uh, the deal we're talking about now. But yeah, just keep going, guys. Just keep looking for buyers because. Not everybody has the same criteria, you know? So I agree. Yep, no, want. I agree. What whatever Joe just said, I agree one hundred percent. Not everybody, all right, going for the not everybody going for the same thing. Not everybody look at the at, at something the same thing, the same way. Some some someone exit strategy say i'm gonna go in and fix and flip the number doesn't work for them but other will be like hey you know what i'm gonna go in buy it fix it up and i move my family in there live live for a year or so right live for a year or so and then uh that's what they call house hack live there for a year and then sell it a year later and make the profit other will be like you know what i got some extra cash sitting in the ira or whatever it is it's, it's only making me x amount if i buy this property you know and it, it's like, like they want to put it in it to get a little bit more and then they get in the IRA or the 401k. All right, you guys. So what I'm trying to tell you is that do not get discouraged by one or two no's or three no's or four no's. Keep on pushing. Keep on doing what you need to do to see if you can sell the deal. The next thing you want to do after that is ask for the seller for extension. All right. And then uh, see what you can do with it. Now, Joe, I want to get into when you talk about uh, the buyer, man. So this buyer said, hey, you know what? They, they want to come out and look at it. So I guess you schedule a time for them to come out and look at it? Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. man. And then after that, I, I, what I want to know is I want to know how the negotiating go down, bro. I want to know how they got you because, okay, bro, this deal here, 800. Wait, first let me ask you this. Did, what, what was the buyer plan to do with it? Uh, either apartments or commercial tenants because of the fact that none of the walls inside were load bearing. So it was like oh, five, wow. support, yeah, five support beams down the center. And then none of those walls, it was all, you could knock them all down. So you could put a gymnasium on each floor if you wanted to. Man, I got to say, dude, whoever that guy is, freaking player, because he got himself obviously – a freaking monster deal. So, because yeah. whoever buys it, I mean, it's evaluated at 800,000. You can put it on the market, 800,000 minus, um, let's just say commercial, it's, it's, it's a little bit more. They, they, they charge more for uh, a realtor. Let's just go with 12%, bro. Dude, like he can put it, he buys it for like uh, four, uh, how much he got it for you for? Like 300. He got it for 350. He got it for 350? Less than half off. 
Yeah, that's 50% freaking discount. So if at 800, I minus 12%, that puts him at 704. 704. <laughs> oh, dude, 704 minus uh, 350. Dude, that's a 350 something thousand dollars. Bro, oh, dude, oh my God, man. That's I, as is. Yeah, that's as is, I know. Freaking right. insane. Oh my God, bro. I would have buy this deal from you all day long. <laughs> I should have hit you up. <laughs> dude, you should have hit me up, man, and DM and say, Kong, dude, I got some money for you, man. Dude, dude, we, we could have came in, bought the building. Obviously, we're going to do our evaluation, bought the property, and just pop it on the market and list it. This is my whiteboard I bought. This is like, that's like 12 leads. I have eight more to my, my team that I hired from the Philippines. They're making calls right now as we speak, and they call for like eight hours a day, and they're just pulling leads from these lists. Nice, and, bro. Uh, so uh, you doing cold call? Yeah, I I did the cold calling at first, so now I train them how to do it. So I just produce like mini me's. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Okay. But more deals to come, Tom. <laughs> Dude, absolutely, man. Dude, the game is just beginning. I feel like I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, bro. So now, Joe. Let, let, I want to I want to talk about the conversation with with you and the buyer here. So tell me the story after the buyer walked through the property. What's next? I took him golfing. <laughs> you yeah. took him golfing? Yeah, I took him golfing in my favorite golf course. Okay. Golf business. Yeah. So um, I took him golfing with me, my uncle, who's a general contractor, great general contractor here, and he does other states as well. Um, and he's the general contractor for the project now. So I gave my uncle a job and, oh, nice. uh, and then his nephew, who's a realtor in California and him. So Dominic was the buyer. My uncle Dominic was the general contractor. Kyle was his nephew. So it was two nephews, me and Kyle and, uh, Dominic and Dominic. And we all went golfing and talked about the deal and, from there, um, basically months later, they just kind of slowly negotiated me down. Okay, man. So tell tell me about the tell me about the negotiating part. So there was environmental there was an environmental issue under the pavement there, and it was because there was a dry cleaner that used to be like right in that area years and years ago. Um, so the environmental report was done in 2006 and um, they used that as leverage saying what it could cost. It really would only cost $8,000 to um, basically just through the transfer act in Connecticut, you, you just tell them, Hey, this is what's going on here. I'm not going to dig it up. You, and you file that paperwork and it costs $8,000 to do that. But if you, but if they say you have to dig it up and you have to fix it, it could cost a hundred thousand. So they use that. If it could cost a hundred thousand, we need that discount. Gotcha, man. So, so, so they, so went from 450, and after they did the inspection, they used that to get you to come down on price? Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. Okay. And now, I mean, how many, how many times do you guys go back and forth uh, with the uh, negotiating? How many times? Oh, I couldn't put a number on that. Man. Well, 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 well uh, the thing is, Joe, I mean, after that, they didn't just come back to you and ask you, hey, you know, you're at 450. We need to be at what uh, three fifty. They didn't say that. So I had I called Steve up and was like, "Can you just explain to these guys it's only going to cost eight grand to fix this issue?" And so he he explained it. They were like, "Okay, but that's an if. If the state says you guys have to dig it up, then it could cost a hundred thousand just to move all the pavement and replace it." So. We were back and forth. I was like, well, that's only an if, and most likely it's not going to be. So let's just knock out 8000 from the price. And they were like, and that was kind of how it 
that took a while to to finally just be like, all right, screw it, let's just do it. Gotcha. Sure. Sure. So it, so basically what it is is now you got a solid buyer in place, right? So I'm just kind of walk through this, uh, kind of see what you were thinking. So it's like, you know, you kind of got a solid buyer in place, kind of went through the whole thing with him already, all the times, right? All, all the time it, it has taken, you know, it's, it, you know, nobody wants to start over again. Hey, you, you got a buyer let, for you. It's like, Hey, you know what? It's my first deal. Let's just move forward and get this whole thing done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But it's because it, basically what it is, is, I mean, obviously through experience. I just wanted to move on, yeah. to move on because I have plans on what, now that I have this money, I can reinvest it into marketing and pull way more deals. I didn't have this many leads before. You know, this, now it's like coming, now it's flowing. It's starting to go like a well-oiled machine so I can hire an acquisitions manager now. And then I can just keep scaling from there. So I, I figured, all right, 50,000 now can turn into a million in a year if I do it right in scale. So I need it quicker so I can actually invest it the right ways so I can turn that into way more. If I wait another three months, who knows the opportunity cost that I'm paying? Time is money. So, Joe, I agree with you 1,000% on that, man. Because <clears throat> I get some of you wants to squeeze everything out of the deal where it takes you longer. But if you just take it, like, I'm just saying, right? Like, like, you have to look at, like, you have to take this with a grain of salt, all right? I'm telling sometimes it's for you to get the deal done, get whatever you can, move on, just get the headaches out of the way, get, just get it off your back, and then now you can take that money and then leverage and, making more, and make more on the money instead of wasting another two months, three months, four months trying to get another extra whatever that amount is. But imagine if you're able to get the money now and then land another deal or two deal or three deal or four deal that make you 100 or 150, whatever the amount is, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, it really depends on, it, it really depend on the person. But with Joe, I probably would have done the same thing. First, you know, I mean, you, you knew, right? The experience is not there for negotiating. It's already a good amount on the first deal. Move forward, you know, learn from it. And then just being able to use that money just to leverage. Now, I want to tell those of you who's already making deals, let me tell you the mistake that I made, all right? Those of you who's already making deals and generating deals, but you're not consistent with your, with your deal closing, dude, working hard, like you, you, you hear me talk, hustle, hustle, hustle. Yes, dude, working hard is not, it's not the key. It's like, it's like you, you, you're, you're hitting your head against, dude, when you have the money, it's time to work smart. You need to learn how to leverage. You need to learn how to put a system together. You need to learn how to actually build the business because working hard, doing everything yourself, dude, it's not the key. Trying to figure it out yourself, wasting the time, it's not the, like if I were to go, don't do that, all right? Use the money to buy the knowledge, buy the information, to get the system, figure out whatever you need to do, and I promise you, you're going to make that, that back a hundred times more than instead of wasting your time and trying to go through. I mean, that's why people pay a whole lot of money, man, to go to Mastermind, right? They pay a boatload of money to go Mastermind because they system. under... What's that? To make a system, to build a well-oiled machine. Yep, yep. You can't, you can't do that without a manual. Agree. 100% and nobody let me tell you man unless it's like you're one of your best buddy right dude even that man nobody a stranger is not going to give you their secret sauce their oil machines whatever you want to call the blueprint for free I can tell you that man all right and when you get when you try to get to the higher level up unless you have some kind of inner connections but you're just starting from the bottom and having no connections, trying to get into these guys' circle, guys or gals' circle, dude, where they are already a big player. Like, I'm telling you, like, that's why my wife and I, you know, we pay $20,000, $25,000 to go to these masterminds where we, where we meet them only a couple times a year. But because, you know, you go in there, you build a relationship, you build a connection. I'm telling you, one connection, one relationship can take your business to the whole another level completely change your business like that overnight 
Like it, 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 it like they, they, they know something information and they do something completely different when I go in there, dude, like, like in my area, I said, yeah, man. Like, yeah, you think you're the shit, right? You're like, yeah, hell yeah, man. But when you go in, right, when you go in, you be like, oh, wait a second. Dude, I'm only doing half as much as you, bro. Oh, shit. What do you do, bro? Right? And, you know, and what's that, Joe? And you learn from them. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, you guys, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's. Now, Joe, what did the buyer say that it's going to cost them, man, to actually fix the whole thing up? Did they tell you? Uh, to, to do a white shell, they call it, uh, 200000 Well, two hundred to 250000 To do, to, to, to do yeah, whatever to that they needed the to walls do? And basically make it a blank slate for whoever wants to purchase it. But if it really just depends on what they want to do with it, because if, if he wants to white shell it, which is just making a white canvas, like an artist comes in and paints however they want, mm. you know? or if he wanted to make it into apartments, it's zoned as downtown business residential, so they can do that. And there's also the option of, putting businesses in many businesses, one turnkey, like triple net business that just takes care of everything. And his only job is to walk to his mailbox to go pick up the check, you know? So it really just depends on which one they wanted to do. I don't even think he knows yet. Still. I talked to him yesterday. I don't know if he knows exactly what he wants to do with it. He just knows there's opportunity. Right. Yeah. And he is just like, Hey, you know what? How can I get the most money out of this deal? Right. With the less headaches and let and the least stress. Right. <laughs> gotcha, man. So, um, I mean, you guys, you guys have any questions about Joe deal comment below and we would love to answer. Um, I know this one is, you know, it's a little bit different than the normal single family home, different than the multifamily home It's commercial. It's a school. I don't know. I've never done a school. So, I, so I was like, you know, so the, the thing is, the, the thing is you guys now, listen, do not go target school. All right. Here's what I'm going to recommend. You guys do not go target school. Do not go target commercial. If you are starting out, I'm just giving you my opinion. I try going, dude, when I first started, anything I hear people say, oh, vacant land, boom. I jump on and market some vacant land. I hear people say commercial building, strip, uh, mall strip center. I jump on and I, and then I mail them. Listen to me. Those of you who are starting out, you just want, you, you do the easy to gain experience. All right. The bread and butter to stick with the single family home. Once you build the knowledge, the experience, then you go into, it's like, it's like a level, man. And then you go into a level. All right. But if I were you, those are a lot of you that's listening. I would just stick with the single family home. Right. Um, if you want to go multi, uh, you know, duplex, triplex, fourplex, do that. When you get into commercial, like, you know, five units or more concerted com uh, commercial, it's a little bit more different, lo a, a little bit more skills that, uh, and info knowledge that you have to learn. I would just say, stick with the single family, gain your knowledge and experience, and then go from there and then whatever you decided to do, okay? Um, but I'm telling you, dude, there's plenty of money in the single family. What's that, Joel? This one just fell in my lap. I was calling single family, remember? I was calling three foreclosures and yeah. this showed up you know i was like all right i mean if you're pulling my arm you know <laughs> dude like how did like how did this even fall on your list bro uh so it was it, i was calling the owner of the school's house foreclosure. <laughs> but then i'm like you own a school so his house was upside down like it wasn't a Got whole it. at all <laughs> he owed more than it was worth so i, I couldn't wholesale that but i was like got anything else he was like yeah i got a school i was like all right Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, that, um, yeah, no, uh, that's a pretty, uh, crazy story, bro. Cause he has a house that he's upside down, couldn't afford it. So he's on your list. You call him. He's like, Hey, the house is, the house is not, but he got a school. <laughs> <laughs> I would have think that this guy's a scammer, bro. <laughs> C couldn't afford a house, but that. what's that? I went by, checked it out, took a few pictures, saw the appraisal, and I was like, yep, this is the deal. 
Awesome, man. So, Joe, those now you guys uh, pretty much going to wrap it up, but I'm going to have Joe say a few things. Joe, for those that are starting out, man, obviously, you know, they're starting out, trying to do everything they can. They went at it for a couple months. Um, you know, for those that haven't got their first deal, man, what are some tips that, that you have learned or whatever it is that you want to tell them um, to help them, obviously, to move forward and get a deal done? Talk to people. Literally talk to as many people as you possibly can. Whether that's on the phone or at meetups, just freaking talk to people. That's all you have to do. And then you're either soaking up knowledge or getting opportunities. If you're at an event and you're talking to investors, you're getting knowledge from them if, by talking to them. If you're cold calling, which is, I totally recommend that, just call. Just call as many people as you can. It's kind of... It, it, it is a little bit nerving, but you got to do it. You just got to do it and get used to it and learn while you do it, how to talk to people the right way. Like sellers, you're not going to talk to pre-foreclosures the same way as you talk to someone who has a vacant property that they don't need. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to scope out their motivation without necessarily saying, hey, you're in pre-foreclosure, just give it to me. You know, so just, just talk to as many people as you can. That's my advice. And don't quit. Just don't quit. You guys, quitter. We know quitter never wins. And we winner. Dude, we don't know what quitting is. <laughs> we don't hang out or play or talk to the quitter. Okay? So, Joe, for, and I get people said, hey, I'm afraid to pick up the phone and call. Like, uh, do, do, do you have to... Like, do you have the fear of uh, cold calling Joe when you first started or what? To be honest with you, I just, I grabbed a nice cup of vodka and I just was calling. It's, it's, it was a little bit of liquid confidence, but um, yeah, I, I was a little bit um, afraid of it, but I just kept doing it and, and yeah, it, I eased into it and it became like, normal it just became fine i was calling hundreds of people a day so it's it's like it's normal and now i'm outsourcing that and i can i can train that because i know what i'm doing you can't do it without knowing what you're doing you can't train others to cold call without having done it yourself so you got to do it yourself so you can train your employees later so i knew that at the time i knew that i couldn't just hire it out to start but once I got that experience and I got a couple of deals under my belt, then I can now outsource it because I train. So just, just call, just call. I agree with Joel. I get people email and DM on Instagram asking the same thing. Kong, I'm starting out, man. I like, uh, should I outsource? Like, uh, should I dude? Like you need to know the process. You need to do it first then hire people then you can train them how would you know how if you know if they're doing something right or wrong because you've never done it before right so dude right. blowing money for no reason at that point so what, yeah and you don't even have much money if you're just getting into this business usually yeah so then how are you gonna blow money if you have none to blow you know so you gotta just get on the phone cold call get the money then outsource gotcha. experience. got it joe I want to get into your mind a little bit here, man, about the fear of cold calling. So that way, when I come across somebody, I can tell them, what was, what was your fear about cold calling? That's all I want to, that's what I want to know. It was completely illogical. There was no actual reason why I was afraid of it. It's just another person. They're not going to jump across the phone and just punch me in the face. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not going to happen. But it, it, it's like, it was, there's no logic behind why. It's just, it was just there. I was just, there was just extra nerves when it came to, I didn't know who I was going to talk to on the other line and I didn't like getting the FUs and stuff like that. But it, it's, that's part of the game. It's just, that's how it is. So, right. so I just accepted it and kept going. Just don't let them get to you and don't quit. Gotcha. Dude, I mean, people are scared. Do you think it's because they, they felt uncomfortable and it's just something, it's not the usual. It's almost unnatural, yeah. yeah. Yeah, got it, got it, okay. 
So for you, Joel, <laughs> you got over with vodka? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't suggest it. I'm not. I'm not condoning it. I'm just. I did. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, man. You guys. <laughs> you gotta do. You, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. So, but uh, I'm glad, bro. I'm glad. Now it just becomes the norm to me. Like, just do it. Just, just call. Just understand that if you just switch your mind, just say, hey. Kong tells you to call this X amount. Like, here's the list you're supposed to call it. Feel like you're just working for your company. Here's the list I'm supposed to call it. I don't have a choice. If I don't call, I get fired. Like, call the darn list. Regardless of what they say to you, the worst thing, they're going to cuss you out and hang up the phone. That's it. But, but if you just shift your mind and say, hey, my job is just to call these and, figure, and find the people that need the service and need the helps, that's it. And then just pound the phone. Those that cuss you out and hang up the phone, they don't need you. Remember, we're going at this targeting the, the, the really rare, the 3% that understand that say, hey, I need this service. I, I need to sell my property quick because I'm in a situation. So the people that hang up on you and cuss you out, you know, they're not pissed. At, like, it's not like they hate you or anything like that. They don't even know you, right? It's just that they don't need your surface. You call them, maybe you're interrupting them. Maybe they're having a bad day and they're just whatever that is, okay? But like, like Joseph. 100% of the shots you don't take. Yep. So there's, there are people out there that need your help. There are. And if you don't try, if you don't make the calls, then you're missing that shot. You're not, you're not doing anything but missing out by not calling. Agree. So, uh, I agree. And the thing is, you guys, trust me, after you do like 10, 20, 50 calls, I promise you that it will become so normal to you. Like, you'd be like, oh, okay, so they just hung up on me. Oh, he just cussed me out. She just, like, it, like, it doesn't, like, it, it, it won't even do anything to you after some call. Like, it becomes so normal, all right? So just do it. Trust me, nothing's going to happen to you. Just shift your mind. You're, 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 you're here to help. If the people you reach want your help, great. If they don't, no problem. Move on to the next one. So, Joe, how do people reach out, connect with you, man? I know you mentioned you're in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. So how do people reach out to you, do deals together, and network? Joe Riley 3 on Instagram. Riley is R-E-I-L-L-Y 3. Joe Riley 3. Instagram. Just uh, IG? Yeah, just direct message me, and I'll get back to you. Awesome. Joe, I want to say thank you so much for your time, bro. I really appreciate it. And you guys, if you find any value throughout this interview, smash the thumbs up and let me know. Comment below any question you have. Um, Joe and I will be more than happy to answer. Once again, we're going to wrap this up, but let me share with you guys once, once last things. For those of you, I'm running the 2K web class, July 28th, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard. Like I said, this is for the first 20 people, whether you're new or you're trying to scale your business, putting a system in place. Now listen, for those of you who are just having a little tweak, maybe you just, you, 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 your, your system, like you just need to perfect your systems. Dude, those of you who are looking to scale up and you don't have a system in place, maybe, maybe you don't have the right CRM, how you don't know how to integrate everything together. Dude, one tweak, one tweak, one info, one info, one tweak can, dude, can, take, your, yeah, can take your business, boom, like that. Like, like, like it did it for me because I went through it and then I got involved with a networking with a mastermind one tweak. Boom. I was like, wow, how do I like, it's a lot of time. You just don't know what you don't know. Right. And, and like I said, you like for those, it's not for everybody, right? It's not for everybody. But for those of you who wants to spend the whole entire day with me on July 28th, 8 a.m. Pacific standard, it's on a Sunday. I would love to. And obviously my goal for that day is to deliver. It's to deliver, it's to give you what you want and what you needed to walk away so you can execute, take your business to the next level, or maybe you're trying to close your first deal. I'll give you the exact action step, and not just that, but telling you what to do. I'm giving you the company, giving you the system, building you a system in place, giving you the blueprint, all right? The script, everything is included for you to train your employee up. And the thing is, you guys, uh, like, I'm not going to tell you things where you can find on YouTube. I am telling you things that you can put together 
for those of you, even if you're starting out, you don't have a system in place, I'll make sure you walk away with a system in place so that way you can get organized before you scale up. It's extremely important, you guys. Like I was, I was before that, my mistake was I was trying to scale and I was writing all my information on a notepad. And when I was trying to put a system together, do you guys know how tough it is? I got, I, I got deals coming in. I got calls. I got a return. Like, but I have no employee, no nothing in place, but I was scaling already. And there was just so much. I was missing deals left and right. One information, one tips. One knowledge, one connections. I promise you, it's gonna, the return is infinite. If that is for you, if you are ready, if you are committed, remember, it's gonna require work. That one day is not a magical day where, where we meet one day and you walk away, you don't need to do anything, and all of a sudden, all the deals falling into your laps. I'm giving you an action blueprint, a plan for you to walk away with and execute. You must put in the work. And if you stay consistent and put in the work, I promise you, the results will come and you'll get the return more than what you pay for. If you're ready, whether you're single or a, uh, a partner or a couple, it's $2,000. Email over to wholesale to millions with an S, wholesale to millions at gmail.com. The link is in the descriptions. Once again, Joe, thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate your time, Joe. Congrats on the freaking 52K, bro. And then you just closed another one for 4G? Yeah, yeah. And I bought a triplex too. Woo! And uh, so you gonna hold that? Oh yeah, I'm gonna be living in it. Oh, 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 got gotcha. you now, and I'm gonna be living in it. Nice, after. bro. So, uh, so uh, a triplex, and you're gonna live on one unit and rent the other two. Right, exactly. And the the mortgage is two grand. It's I already closed. It's the mortgage is two grand, and uh, both my tenants are paying a thousand dollars. So I'll be living for pretty much free. So, <laughs> Joe, um, how old are you, bro? If you don't mind me asking. 21. Yes, sir. You guys, dude, the young hustler, the millennium, no, the young guy or the one that freaking inspired me and pumped me up. Cause I'd be like, cause I look back at where I was at 21 and where you are, like where you're now at 21. Like I can see how bright your future is, right? Like how, 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 how bright your future is when you get to my age, because you started way ahead. You know, you got, you started way ahead of me. So it, it pumps me up, man. When I talk to the a millennium, the twenties, like it freaking jacked me up because I was like, Kong, dude, they catching up, man. Freaking go. <laughs> I want to do business with you, Kong. Let's go, bro. Let's go. You guys. Yeah, let's go, man. Let's make money together. So you guys, once again, if you haven't subscribed, smash the subscribe button. If you want to join me on July 28th, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard, I would love to spend the whole entire day with you. And uh, if you got any value, smash the thumbs up. Until next time, you guys, ciao. See you, Joel.